CXM Experience. Hi, I'm Grad, your host, uh, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler. And today we are going to talk about something that kind of comes from my background, but it's going to be part of our future. And I just want to kind of get you excited about something that you may not think about very often. So just a super quick thing about me, which, you know, I would say we spend pretty little, very little time talking about, but uh, in my career, I have done a number of very interesting things. And one of the favorite, favorite times in my career was actually when I started at Microsoft and I was, I was hired into Microsoft research into the health solutions group, uh, working for Peter Newpert, uh, who was the CVP for the HSG. And I was partnered with Sean Nolan, who I know advocated very heavily for my hire because I was super weird and super strange and super eccentric. And he kind of likes, he kind of likes that kind of pirate. And uh, if it wasn't for Sean and Peter, uh, I don't even know, my whole life would be completely different and, and not nearly as rich, not nearly as wonderful as it has been. So I owe a massive debt of gratitude to Peter and Sean. And I've said this before in blog posts and other places, and I, I try to say it as often as I can. I'm sure they're sort of drumming their fingers on the table and they're saying, you know, I hear you've got this debt, but you know, <laughs> where's the cash? So we'll figure that out one day. But they've been, they've been amazing parts of my life. And one of the things that we did together was we launched the world's first online PHR, uh, Health Vault, Microsoft Health Vault, was also Microsoft's first cloud product, which was very cool, and worked very closely with a lot of hospitals to integrate something called Amalga, which was a SQL system that allowed us to aggregate health data into a single patient discharge record so that it could then be shared to the Health Vault record and then with their primary care physician and other health institutions. And there are millions and millions of people that got signed up to Health Vault. It was recently turned off by the company don't get me started. And, but, you know, it was, you know, for, for a decade, had a great run and did some important things and saved thousands and thousands of lives. So why am I talking about this? Part of it is there's this entire sort of outcome-based psychology and philosophy around the way the hospitals run. And because of the importance of CMS, which is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, so this is the, the government agency that pays for healthcare in Medicare and Medicaid, which is a massive percentage of healthcare payments and the healthcare system. You know, it is interesting to me, you know, I originally come from Canada where 100% of healthcare is paid by the government. Uh, and Americans um, tend to be somewhat politically uh, inspired by discussions around healthcare. But in fact, quite a bit of the American system is actually public already because of CMS. So if you go to cms.gov, there's a whole bunch of stuff there where they talk about what they're trying to do to create the very best healthcare system they can. And because they uh, so many patients are on either Medicare or Medicaid, uh, and if you think about it, you know it's actually a massive percentage of the population because classically you don't really get sick and you don't really access a lot of healthcare until you're of the age where you're on Medicare or tend to be in situations where you may be on Medicaid anyway. So these, this is a very significant percentage of the patient population. And no hospital can run or expect to be uh, able to financially succeed without having a great relationship with CMS.gov. 
So um, the CMS uh, team, um, about, kind of about a decade ago, uh, introduced something called Hospital Caps. And Caps is spelled C-A-H-P-S. And it's usually termed H-Caps, Hospital Caps. So most, most people say H-Caps. So H-Caps is like the very first national standardized publicly reported survey of patient perspectives on, ha- on hospital care. And so the HCAP survey is actually a 29-item instrument, and it's, uh, there's a data collection methodology around it, and it measures patients' perceptions of the hospital experience. So you know, we talk a lot about CXM experience and the CXM experience, and we talk a lot about experience. Well, HCAPS is actually one of the very first and one of the earliest measures of experience, and specifically around patients. And I'll go into a little bit more detail on it, but, but you know, kind of the, the quick shortcut on this is that your HCAPS score is a measure of the patient experience that you're delivering as a hospital. And if your score is very low, your payments are penalized by CMS. And when I say penalized, I'm talking millions, if not tens of millions of dollars in penalties that are um, exercised with poor HCAP scores. So for hospital administrators, they live and die by these HCAP scores. And they, you know, their, their nightmares are nightmares around poor scores. And we're going to come back to that uh, in a couple of minutes in terms of how they can manage that better. So uh, the kind of general idea of HCAPs is it allows a valid comparison to be made across hospitals, both locally, regionally, and nationally. Uh, it was implemented originally in 2006, just as I sort of started in healthcare, and the public reporting began in 2008, um, about 11 years ago. So since 2012, uh, HCAP scores have played a role in hospital payment through the hospital value-based purchasing program. So it's sort of 2012 is when HCAPs went from being an interesting idea to something that had economic impact on the hospitals. Um, so the HCAP survey captures the patient's experience of communication, responsiveness, um, things related to medicines, cleanliness, quietness, uh, how did the discharge go, uh, how was the transition to post-hospital care, was the overall rating of the hospital, and it's administered as a survey between two and 42 days after discharge to a random sample. And uh, it can be done via mail, telephone, mail and telephone, or IVR. Uh, it's interesting that they're not using modern channels yet, and they're not using you know channels that people prefer. So I think there's a bias in the survey to people who are older. Uh, they don't have a WhatsApp connection, for example, but we'll come to that a bit, bit later. But I think it's, you know, all these things come in due time. Um, and the survey is available in multiple languages, and um, there are about 4,000 hospitals who participate in age caps and about 3 million patients complete the survey each year, which is a, a pretty significant number. So the great thing about HCAPS is that it's um, publicly reported. So they actually publish the results on the hospital compare website. So if you're going to a hospital or if you've got some kind of procedure booked, it's worthwhile checking it out. You can go to uh, medicare.gov forward slash hospital compare, and then it'll show you the different HCAP scores for the hospitals. It's also employed, as I I mentioned a few minutes ago, in the hospital value-based purchasing program, and that affects the amount of money that hospitals get from uh, CMS. 
And so you can, you know, sort of see it online. There's an hcapsonline.org site that allows you to see all current historical state and national results. And you can see who the, the top hospitals are as well. So why are we talking about this? Do you want to know what the acronym means? Maybe. Okay, so let's do the acronym. So hospital CAPS uh, or HCAPS, uh, the H is hospital and CAPS is C-A-H-P-S. And that stands for Consumer Assessment of Healthcare Providers and Systems, HCAPS. Consumer Assessment of Healthcare Providers and Systems. And again, I'll, I'll, again, repeating myself again for a moment here, but it's pretty amazing, pretty innovative, and pretty forward-looking that this was one of the very first detailed experience trackers. And think about when they launched this, right? They launched it in 2006. They started publishing in 2008, and they started penalizing in 2012. They gave everyone lots of time to get, you know, kind of get their scores up. I would submit that most private sector companies weren't even thinking about experience scores in 2012. So, you know, and I always love it. I mean, I love it when the public sector can do something like this and show the way. It's very interesting. And healthcare generally, one of the reasons I'm such a big fan of healthcare, and we'll probably talk about it a bit more in the next few weeks is that there's an amazingly innovative category and they do some incredible things in it. And it's been deeply influential in my own view on MarTech and other systems. So why else are we talking about this? It's cool. They did experience scoring. Yeah, that is cool. Now you know the acronym. There'll be a test at the end of the class. Any other ideas? I've mentioned a few times that the HCAP score is used to penalize hospitals financially or reward them, depending on how you want to look at it. But I think for most hospitals, it's, it's, a, it's a downward payment, not an upward payment. So a good HCAP score maintains your payments. A bad HCAP score decreases them. So it's pretty much a mostly stick-based incentive system. How much do you think a hospital would pay or care to know what their HCAP score would be in advance? How much time do you think administrators of the hospital spend worrying about their HCAP score? I'll give you a preview. They spend a lot of time worrying about it. It is a very significant worrying issue for them. So what are they going to do about it? Well, there does happen to be an application called Sprinkler. What does Sprinkler do? Sprinkler collects data from people who are talking across all the modern channels, from Reddit to blogs to review sites. There's a lot of interesting hospital, private sector hospital review sites now as well. And of course, you know, all the social platforms, et cetera. And, and it's what's interesting about HCAPS is as innovative as it was and as forward thinking as it was, it is still a relatively antiquated survey mechanism relying primarily on mail or telephone or IVR. And imagine if you could collect all the data from modern channels, which is immediate, and see when people are unhappy, horrified by cleanliness, disappointed in food, you know, not particularly pleased with the discharge process, which they 
tend to post. And imagine if you could get back to those people immediately. Really disappointed with that discharge today. Didn't even get a pair of crutches. By the way, that'll be my post tomorrow. So tomorrow I am going in for surgery and I'm going into a hospital I'm not going to name right now because I don't want to make them angry at me. But part of the discharge is that I, I'm having knee surgery. I'm super scared, by the way, just FYI. Uh, and, um, but the, um, they don't provide crutches. They said order crutches off Amazon. So I did. They haven't arrived yet. I don't know if I'm going to have crutches tomorrow, right? So I might have a bad review for Amazon and a bad review for the hospital at the same time. It's called a twofer. But I'll post that right away. Uh, I'll post that before the age cap survey comes to me. The hospital could get back to me, deal with the issue and fix it and make me feel better. And when I get that HCAP survey, I'll have a way different response. Or the hospital may decide, too bad, so sad. We're not giving you any damn crutches because, you know, they're 20 bucks. <laughs> and I'm only paying 20 grand for the surgery. They can brace themselves for potentially lower HCAP score. It's a, it's a really interesting idea. And one thing I've, I'm surprised that we don't see more HCAPs focused implementations in Sprinkler and something that we're going to be spending a lot more time talking about with our customers over the next few weeks, months, and years. Um, and if you're in the healthcare industry and if you're worried about HCAPs, Sprinkler's a great way to get a preview of a potentially damaging score or more importantly, to see what people are saying and fix it. There's this whole idea of listen, learn from that, and then love them back. That is customer experience management. It measures the customer experience and it manages it, fixes it, makes people feel better. HCAPs, again, nothing but kudos, super innovative but they're just measuring the experience. It's just CX. It's really customer feedback. Customers will say, in this case, consumers of the hospital will say, I had a terrible time. That cafeteria was dirty. The food was terrible. The discharge process was ridiculous. That's just simply noted and the hospital's penalized. What's better is I say those things and someone fixes them for me. Oh my gosh, your discharge process wasn't good? I'm going to call you right now. Send me a DM and let's have a call. I need you to know what your discharge should be. I need you to understand what drugs you should be on. I need you to understand what you should be doing to care for that. When you need to book PT, like how you need that all, that, that can be fixed quickly. Okay. You know, bad food, dirty, that can be fixed. The way you fix it is you, you go clean the place and you get the food better. And what you say to the person who's complained is, I am really sorry. You know, here's a coupon for, you know, Nikki D's or Chick-fil-A or whatever, whatever you like. Uh, have that on us. Um, we're just, we're, you know, horrified. And we have, you know, implemented these cleanliness procedures and we've implemented these food improvement procedures. When someone gets that HCAP survey, they're going to be like, you know what? I didn't have a great experience, but they were pretty responsive. 
they got back to me right away and I'm not going to ding them as hard as I might have. So if you're in healthcare, think about this. Think about how you can be way more connected to the modern channels and get ahead of and on top of these HCAP surveys and optimize your payments from CMS.gov. For the CXM experience, I'm Grad Khan, CXO Sprinkler, and I will talk to you next time.